0: Hey, everybody, this is Curtis Lane. You know that this week's episode is brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app that is designed to be deleted. What you have to do is download the app, find love, and then delete the app. It really is that simple. You may be trying other dating apps, but Hinge allows people to provide feedback on their dates in a way that will let you know maybe if there's a diamond in the rough. Don't take our word for it. Download it today and give it a try. I'm sure you'll find much success. Thank you and have a great day.
1: She won't get married because she's never been in love. Been.
0: Andy's really hot. And don't get me wrong, you're cute too, but Andy is like cut from Marvel. He's gorgeous. He's like this beautiful face and this incredible body, and I genuinely don't care that he's kind of lame. For a lot of people, love isn't just a slogan.
1: And if he hits you again, you tell me, I'd be forced to knock his teeth out.
0: I don't think that'd be such a good idea. He's big.
1: I'm sorry, it's written into my character to do it, so I do it. What oh, do you mean love? You mean big lightning bolt to the heart where you can't
0: eat and you can't work and you just run off and get married and make babies. Wait, wait, wait! Don't leave! Don't leave! Please! I could use your help. Take this quarter. Hello. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Nerds in Love podcast. False start, I guess. There we go. Uh, I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Dr. Stephanie Sarkis, PhD, who you can find over at stephaniesarkis.com. How are you today, Steph?
1: Good. My book, uh, Gaslighting, is becoming more and more relevant every day,
0: unfortunately. So Um, I hope
1: everybody's okay. Everybody's staying safe.
0: I don't have a book that would be relevant to anybody, but... uh,
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I did get uh, interviewed for some BBC series that's coming up in the next. Episode, oh, so that's exciting. Yeah. What, what is it? It's uh, they didn't mention the title, but it's basically going to be like the best films of the century so far. So, oh, yeah. very nice. Yeah, when is it going to air? Uh, they haven't said they're basically just filming everything and then they're going to air it on BBC. So that'll be very exciting. Congratulations. I'm- that's big time. Thanks. Yeah, there was a bunch of us all in a massive Zoom meeting, and it was uh, it was a very chaotic thing. Uh, but it was good, so.
1: And it'll be interesting to see how it comes out with everybody being contacted from home, too. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that'll be interesting were, to see how they do yeah.
0: They said they were recording the video from the uh, Zoom call, so they were just going to put that in. Ah, okay. The um, talking head portion of it, so. Well, yeah. It'll be exciting. There's also, like, there was, like, around 80-ish film critics being, uh, or talking during this, so I don't know. I feel like I might get lost in the shuffle, but still, it was a good opportunity, so.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: Yeah. Um, Good for you. We're not allowed to discuss the weather this week, though, because we're in a bit of a rush, but. (laughs) It's hot. Yeah, it's it's sunny. There you go. Okay. Um, This (laughs) podcast is not a substitute for mental health treatment, although. There's always resources for those who need that. Uh, first email is from Heather. She says, Nurse, my boyfriend and I are deciding on a show to watch together. How do you choose a show, Heather? Uh, well, Heather, I would assume that ideally you'd want to watch a show that both of you haven't watched. So at least there's some level of excitement for both of you to watch it. Uh, you know, Obviously, you know whether you have a tolerance for violence and swearing and whatnot will dictate what kind of show you watch. Uh, I think like two two good solid shows if you haven't seen them already are probably Gilmore Girls or Mad Men something they were you know I think almost everyone can watch those shows and Mm -hmm. have a good time they're not overly offensive yeah I'd kind of refrain from suggesting something like Sons of Anarchy or Game of Thrones where it's like yeah that might be a little too much for some people but uh, I think something nice and easy something that you can both find enjoyment in is a good start and here's a good thing once you finish one show you can just move on to another so Mm-hmm. what do you think Steph?
1: i think you just find out what genres people like yeah. and if you guys have a genre that matches great uh if if you have a, a show that's a blend of genres like i like what we do in the shadows and that's uh, a vampire show it's like horror slash comedy mm-hmm. and um and i really like that that's with um uh ah oh, the play the concords guy
0: yeah
1: created it
0: mm-hmm
1: but anyway, so um, Jimin Clamont and Taiko Atidi. So yeah, that's one that that I'm not really into horror, but it's it's funny and Hubs is it likes it too. So that's when we watch. But we also start we were watching Westworld for a while together, and at some point, like the the storyline is getting kind of wacky. <laughs> we're not following it very well. And so we were watching it and then, then one day he just looked at me he's like he's like I'm not following this anymore because I don't think I'm into it and I'm like cool okay I'm like I'm just going to finish this episode and I'm pretty done with it too so just be open with each other just say and if he's watching something and I'll be like yeah this is a little too much violence for me And I said but I, you know I don't mind if you watch it so I think also do that like if you if you don't agree on a show maybe you know if you're wrapping up the episode or wrapping it up the movie you know just leave the other person to do it and you know i don't think you need to say like just shut it off you just you know say okay i'm going to bed or whatever but um yeah there's there's a lot of stuff that you can find that kind of blends genres there's got to be some kind of website or something or app where you can say i want a romantic comedy that involves porpoises or something <laughs> there's got to be some kind of i don't a thing
0: maybe i don't know i i also like the to thing too like when you go into the streaming services, they usually suggest things based on your viewing patterns, so you can probably get an mm-hmm. idea going through there. But
1: for your for your stuff, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, true. Right. But then the other but, person can kind of go, "Oh, that looks interesting" or whatever. But at least you get a good right. basis if you're really like clueless as to where to start. But yeah. right, there's there's a few, and just, and maybe I'll oh, go go ahead. I was gonna say there's a few shows that just unanimously most people can enjoy you know, and won't mm-hmm. get too offended by. Like I don't know. I re I watched uh, Gilmore Girls with a partner, and yeah, we we had a good time watching it. It was uh, just a lot of fun. So, it's a show like yeah, that, that's you know, yeah. It's okay. very it's very harmless, but it's still entertaining. You know, so if you're really worried about offending your partner by choosing something like, just choose something that's not overly offensive, not overly <laughs> gonna ruffle feathers. Sometimes it's good to just have a show that that uh, you know isn't too aggressive with its themes or violence or anything like
1: mm-hmm. that so. so some brain candy yeah. yeah and and i'd say too you know if somebody doesn't like your show it's not personal yeah it's just nice things don't click with people and some things do yeah and um you know just and you could even do a thing of hey let me introduce you to one of my favorite movies because if you're watching one of your favorite movies you you're totally okay with watching it again so Maybe that's a good way to introduce each other to what you like to watch, and then that kind of informs you for what you should look for. And
0: whatever for that you do, don't watch an episode without your partner because that's just gonna make things
1: terrible. Oh yeah, that's just kind of a unwritten rule. Is yeah, yeah. And you don't do spoilers, and I mean, there's there's a code <laughs> yeah, between partners like, with when you're watching you may stuff. You be tempted yeah. to
0: uh, watch a couple episodes while your partner is at the gym or at work or whatever? Don't. Don't do it. You will get uh, written up, so to speak, for that. So, don't do don't do that. (laughs) Um. All right. Next. And don't act like you
1: didn't do it either, because they're gonna know. Because if there's some kind of a twist ending, and you're just like, yeah, whatever, they're gonna be like, yeah, you saw this, didn't you? You get busted every time. So don't do it.
0: Also, I think Netflix or whatever would also show that you've seen it already. (laughs) Right.
1: Right. Thanks for rating this. I think your partner's gonna say, hmm.
0: How come it shows that we've seen this episode already, but we haven't? And then you're you're like, guy oh. so- did nothing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Did you want to read Byron's email?
1: Sure. When is a good time to discuss going exclusive? Um, I think we talked about this on maybe a couple podcasts ago, but it's it's whenever you feel like you no longer feel like you want to date other people, or you and you'd rather the other person not date other people. Um, I think it just happens. I don't think there's a, a particular time frame to it. What do you think?
0: yeah i don't think there's a set time frame but i think it's whenever you're comfortable and confident with the partner that you're with that you two want mm-hmm. to spend time together um typically i would say that probably takes place after maybe a couple two two to four weeks or something around that time mm-hmm. i think in that time you should have a good idea whether you want to go exclusive with that person or not not right. to say that there is a definite set time frame because obviously You know that can always go longer or shorter based on your own experiences but i would hope that after that amount of time most people would at least have a clear picture of you know whether they Mm -hmm. want to stick with that person or not and uh yeah i mean i i think a lot of people want to go exclusive a lot of people want to get off the dating scene so it's not i don't think it's a huge thing to say well we've been hanging out for three weeks you know let's go exclusive Mm -hmm. i think i think most times when you say that the person will just go oh yeah i kind of figured we were or You know, that makes sense. So Mm -hmm. if you're together that long, it it should be a no brainer that you guys would be exclusive unless there's some polynamorous kind of intentions going on or something like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Cool. Let's read Derek's email. Derek says lately, I've lost the drive to have sex with my girlfriend. She's very nice and all, but she wants to have sex and I'm not really in the mood for it most of the time. I will sometimes have sex with her, but at this point it seems like I'm doing it to keep her happy. What's wrong with me, Derek? Derek, there's... I mean, two, in my eyes, two things that could potentially be the most obvious would be that maybe you're just not sexually attracted to your girlfriend anymore. And this could be for a variety of reasons. It could be a level of physical attraction. It could be something that's hampering your relationship. Uh, that goes probably into my second point where it could potentially be depression. A lot of times when people are depressed, they oftentimes uh, will find it hard to sort of do things that used to give them some joy and give them some excitement. And when you say that you're not really in the mood for it most of the time, that says to me that maybe there is something going on with some level of depression. So you might want to maybe go talk to a therapist about that because Mm -hmm. if you're maybe just going through a rut, whether it be depression or otherwise, sometimes that can manifest itself in different areas of your life. And this sounds to me like maybe you're just having some difficulties, maybe finding the joy in some things. So, you know, but then again there's always a potential that it could just be that you're just not attracted to your girlfriend anymore people lose attraction for others it's not like it's something that sparks at the beginning and stays that way for the rest of our lives these things change Mm so it could be that as well but if you do find that maybe there's just other avenues of your life where you're maybe not finding joy in anymore uh, it could be symptoms and signs that maybe there's some issues with depression so Mm -hmm. i want to get that looked into if that's potentially the case what do you think Steph?
1: yeah and and everything that kurt said plus it, the, the therapy term for that is anhedonia a-n-e-h-e-d-n-o oh, i can't spell i can't spell when i'm not writing it out anhedonia i'm not gonna spell <laughs> it. that's where you where you even like hobbies you don't find interest in yeah. um so there's that thing it could be medication you're taking it could be depression it, it could be that you you have sleep deprivation. It could just be that this is a natural cycle of relationship. You know, the first six months to a year is a uh, honeymoon period. I don't think we know how long you've been together, but uh, it's, it's normal at some point if you've been having a lot of sex to all of a sudden have the tap shut off, you know, where you just don't feel like doing it. Um, there's some biological reasons behind that. Um, but if your sex drive doesn't start picking up again, um, you know, it sounds like it's already a concern to you, but sometimes this is cyclical, but it sounds like you went from being pretty active, also not at all. So I, it's not that you're having, I mean, you're having less sex, but it sounds like you would, you could take it or leave it. Um, so is, is there some underlying issue in your relationship you haven't brought up? Because if, if you're angry with your partner, it'll come out in other ways if we don't talk about it. Um, and it can turn into some resentment with sex uh it i mean i wonder how you guys get along and yeah couples therapists individual therapists get a, get a checkup going uh, having depression i mean there there have been a lot of things going on recently so if you're having depression that's uh that's being pretty commonly happening to a lot of people so and yeah it could just be that that um you said that she's she's very nice and all but it that's not completely a glowing review um, so it might just be that you guys are, just aren't a good fit. Yeah. So time to do some introspection and look at, you know, particularly I think with depression, we need to take that seriously and, and look at, um you know, like Kurt said, are there other areas of your life where you're just not into stuff anymore? Like, do you really, do you have a hobby? Do you have an interest that you're just like, I don't even want to do that anymore. It doesn't give me any kind of, like you said, any kind of joy.
0: Yeah. And these things happen. It's, it's really tough mm-hmm. to tell again, whether this is something that, is happening just because you're falling out of love with somebody or if there's some issues, mm-hmm. I guess only you would know deep down, whether that's something you want to work on or
1: not. So. Right. And, and if there's, what's wrong with you, it, it, there could be just nothing wrong with you. Yeah. That's possible.
0: Yeah, I think sometimes we want answers and sometimes it's the easiest one, which is that sometimes we just, our, mm-hmm. our, our relationships come to an end with people. So. Right. All right. Uh, did you want to read Whitney's email?
1: Sure. Whitney says, I, 35 females been, have been seeing this guy, 28 male for four months. Before this, I was married and getting divorced. He said in his profile, he doesn't like quote unquote relationship drama. So I decided not to tell him about my divorce. Well, one day a letter from my lawyer was on the counter and he was over and saw it. He asked me about it and I came clean. He's now threatening to leave me as I lied to him, but I thought it was better to not get him involved with the drama. Thoughts on how to handle this, Whitney. Winnie, I can see a a couple ways of, yeah, if he says he doesn't like relationship drama, um, I can see kind of why this was withheld from him. But this is also kind of a big thing to withhold, especially if um, if you were not divorced yet. And let's say he's not into dating. People are separated because of the potential chance that the person can go back to their spouse. Uh, So, yeah, this is a big deal. But is he handling it? The way that sh- it should be handled—that's the part I'm not so sure about. Um, if he's threatening to leave you, either you leave somebody or you don't. I think threatening to leave someone is really counterproductive and can get abusive at a point. So, uh, thoughts on how to handle this? You you came clean. You explained why, um, and you know, I I kind of wonder when people say like I don't want relationship drama. That sometimes tells me that what was the cause of relationship drama in their last relationship? Yeah. So I mean I and you it's tricky because it's you're in a situation that you're gonna have to have a a tough talk. Or you just say, you know what, if this guy's gonna threaten to leave me, then I'm out. Yeah. and he was not the guy that I thought he was. So for putting he doesn't like relationship drama in his profile, the he's kind of perpetuating the relationship drama. Yeah. By threatening to leave you. So I don't know, what do you think? I
0: don't know. I think I can see where he's maybe a little upset because uh, this was not mentioned to him. Then again, you know, his profile mentioned relationship drama, and that's obviously not the script. That could mean anything. That could mean that he maybe doesn't want to hear about uh, something that he did wrong. It could be something that, you know, like, it, it, what is going on in your life, Whitney, would pop, probably, in my mind, fall under that, category and if he said don't tell me relationship drama or don't share that with me or anything Mm -hmm. i'd probably say yeah i'm probably not going to tell him this i guess Mm -hmm. there's probably a middle ground where you could have said something like hey you know things are not exactly finalized in my current relationship and leave a lot of the other details out unless he asked for it i think Mm -hmm. sometimes when people are like that it's still good to give them some information and maybe just leave it to them on whether they want to find out more um Mm -hmm. But obviously that's tricky and we don't know how people are going to react. And sometimes you just make a judgment call and, and it's being wrong. So I don't think that you did anything wrong. I think you just simply made a judgment call based on what you were seeing at the moment. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think for you in your mind, it was the right judgment call. Obviously for him, it wasn't. But again, there's nothing that you can really do about that. You know, we can't be going through our our minds consistently thinking, well, I made this judgment call. Was this the right one? Well, maybe mm-hmm. it was, maybe it wasn't. It's hard to tell sometimes, right? So. Right. Uh, you, you made it and you know it seems like it maybe hasn't worked quite in your favor just you know that's probably where things are at and you know I don't I agree with stuff I don't like the whole threatening to leave thing either you do or you don't there's no middle ground there um, mm-hmm. so I would just tell him well I've given you all the information maybe I could have given it to you sooner but you now have to make your decision on whether you want to stay with me or not and just mm-hmm. leave it to him I mean if he wants to right. leave then so be it you know, you still should respect his decision and not stand in the way of that. Uh, mm-hmm. And if anything, you know, you'll find out more about him either way, whether it's positive or negative on how he handles these situations. And it's probably a good telltale sign of how he will be in the relationship. So,
1: mm-hmm. and and you've only been together four months. Yeah. So this could be something that maybe it, I see. Also, you know, sometimes when people are in a previous relationship or marriage that was abusive or was was pretty intense that they really aren't ready to share that too so that's the other piece of it Mm
0: -hmm. so anyways just uh you know he has all the information he can you know be a big big boy and uh make up his mind on whether he wants to stay with you or not
1: yeah i mean the threatening to leave thing nobody should ever be threatened to leave you know leave or don't leave
0: yeah exactly just make a decision
1: Mm -hmm. and again this is four months so this is already starting like at four months he's threatening to leave you yeah then you know i just is it go ahead that just that just rubs you the wrong way
0: i just think too like i i think when people um threaten to leave it's sort of like they don't know whether they want to leave or not so they just throw it out there to see if the other person will mm-hmm. will say, oh yeah, we should, or right. no, we shouldn't. Right. You know what I mean? Like I feel like when people do that, they really don't know if they want to actually leave. It's just they want to see mm-hmm. maybe if the other person is wanting to leave. And you know what? Like there's better way to communicate that. Like you can ask somebody, hey, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just curious what exactly, you know, you you want out of this relationship if you want to keep it going or not. Stuff like that, right? So mm-hmm. it's it just seems inappropriate really to be saying well you know leave me or don't like there's no Mm -hmm. you know like i think really at the gist of it that's probably what it boils down to but i don't know it's either way it's time for some hard decisions either way so
1: yeah but either way you're gonna be okay
0: oh yeah Yep. people come people go that's how it goes yeah
1: and sometimes the first relationship you have after a divorce or when you're going through a divorce those some of them last and some of them don't yeah. Um, so if this doesn't last, that's okay. And I
0: don't know how many relationships you've been in, but sometimes too, it's a, it's a good way to sort of find out about yourself and what you look for mm-hmm. and what you, you know, value and stuff. So in, in many ways, it's probably a positive that you either way, you, you can sort of figure out more about yourself and what works and what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So,
1: Right. And you do have an age difference too. And I know I've talked about that age doesn't really matter, but maybe you guys are in different stages of life too. If he's never been married, I mean, that's like the world series of dating, you know, being married. So uh, if he's not, if he hasn't been married, there's there's kind of like a, I don't know if you guys differ on commitment or relationships or um, if you guys are at the same maturity level. But then again, I mean, that doesn't always mean anything, but that's something to take a look at too.
0: Yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, I think that's it for this week. Um, okay. Yeah, you can check. Everybody, out. stay safe. Yeah.
1: Hope everybody's okay. Yep.
0: I don't know.
1: Check Maybe. out gaslighting. Yep. TheSarkus.com. Mm-hmm. Kurt's Empire.
0: Yep. ThreeEngineers.com. Until next time, everyone. Bye for now. Bye.